back to school, back to school, to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school, back to school. I'm a teacher. All I need are minds for molding. What's up, fuckers? Welcome to Banana Laser. My name is Matt, Wazell if you're nasty, and with me is the guy who's always in the back of the class, Dave Z. What the fuck is up, Dave Z? Hey, brother, what's going on? How's everybody doing? <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, if it sounds a little weird, guys, we are actually at the first day of school here for us. We're we're back in fucking school. Summer's over. You know, summer fun is gone. Now we we got our trapper keepers. We sharpened our pencils. We're sitting in homeroom waiting for this fucking, you know, school year to kick off. This fucking sucks. Fuck school, first and foremost. <laughs> Just let me say that one time. I fucking hate school. Although, yeah. you know, this school isn't so bad because it's, it's horrophilia high. So, yeah, whatever. But fuck school and fuck this time of year. So <laughs> we're gonna make the most of it. Right? Exactly, and uh, you know our first class of the day is is Spanish. You know, it's like when am I gonna use Spanish? Never. Am I going nope. to Mexico? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Nope, I mean, what nope. the? Fuck? I'm not. Like, I'm not using it where I live. I can tell you that much. Oh Jesus Christ. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we got a little time here, so we figured we start the show with you guys, and uh, right off the bat, you know, we got another email, Dave. Fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's from um, uh, Mr. Glenn Wolf. That's a great name. Jeez, sounds yeah. uh, sounds uh, I don't know, hairy. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, Mr. Wolf uh, <laughs> says. Uh, I have a question for you both. I am not a horror fan, really. I love all kinds of movies, and I've seen a good number of films in the genre, but what are your thoughts on a good movie for rookie horror fans? I'm talking something that won't be too much for a beginner to handle and something that doesn't have too much cheese to make someone turn it off after five minutes. All right, boys, I'll be listening for and answer okay well thanks for the email mr wolf yes um, thanks buddy yeah um 
Yeah, I mean that's a great question, man. Uh, do you want to start? Go go ahead first, man. I'm I'm still Ooh, still fuck. thinking about it. I don't know. It, I hear you. It, it is a great question, and the thing is, you don't want to go too obvious, and you don't want to like. There's there's things to weigh in there because, you know, I want to say Suspiria, but that might be too much to handle for a, a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that will blow somebody's mind. Yeah, yeah. First, yeah. But just off the bat, that pops in my head. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I could go just old school, where, where there's really no cheese in this movie at all, and it's it's definitely scary, and it's you know tied for my favorite movie. So, you know, I'm gonna people might think it's a basic answer, but it is a great thing. It's a great movie to show anybody, and I'll say The Shining. Shining. Okay, I thought about that one too. Yep. I mean, that is, uh, you know, one of my. It's probably my number one horror movie of all time. Uh, do you think that the thing that I, I didn't, the reason I didn't uh, pick that one is because I thought maybe it would be uh, too slow. Too slow, I guess. Yeah, I, don't I hear you. And, and and it could be too slow for some people, but it's filled with enough horror imagery. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And things that you're going to take from it and remember and. You know, it's. I mean, you can't really say Friday the Thirteenth as much as we love it, and, and things, and Halloween because it, it's it's different. It falls under a different. You know, not everyone likes a slasher, and some people might think they're cheesy or stupid, but I don't think people would consider The Shining cheesy or stupid. The only knock you ever hear is maybe that it's slow moving. Although I I don't see that. I I could never imagine being bored with it, but we've heard it from people right. we know. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I know not everybody loves it, but I well, mean, if I'm in a room with someone and said, "Put on a fucking great horror movie," and I'll say, "Well, have you seen The Shining?" And I've done this to people before, you know. Have you seen The Shining? No. Well, you're, you're watching it right now. I'm putting it on. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, that's a good pick. You know, here's but you you mentioned my pick because uh, you know for a rookie, I was trying to think of something. That is is a horror movie, but it's not like horrifically gory or anything like that. But it still is um, still is a great movie, and and I, so I picked the original Halloween as a, a horror movie to introduce to to a rookie uh, because it's not like gory, you know. So that's not going to turn them off, and really, it's not um, it's not campy. You know, I mean, some of the sequels got pretty campy, but, you know, the, the first one really isn't that campy. I mean, and it, it's also centered at Halloween, so uh, I think everybody can relate to um, Halloween time and, and, you know, the feelings that, that that provokes and stuff like that. So that's what I would choose for somebody. I mean, because I think... Uh, also, everyone can relate to a guy with a knife or, you know, a guy attacking someone as opposed to, uh, you know, not to knock your pick, but, you know, that has a lot more fantastical elements into it. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about that? You, you, so, no, it was close because, like I said, I considered it, but I thought the only reason is that modern horror. If it's someone that's accustomed to seeing anything modern, if they go back and see an, an old school slasher, they might it might not resonate with it. It might not do it for them. Yeah, that's true. I mean, true. it does for us, of course. That, that was my concern with saying something like Halloween or Friday. Just just because of that, it, it might not, compared to, like, if they've seen anything modern, it just, you know, they uh, again, they could just look at it and say, well, 
you know, that's not scary to me. There, there isn't enough, you know, they're accustomed to jump scares and other shit. And as brilliant as Halloween is with the music and everything else, of course you're going to recommend it. But, you know, of course age factors in too. If an 18-year-old walks up to you, you know, and says, I love horror movies, what, what, what am I going to say? If I say, hey, go watch Halloween, it's fucking fantastic. And they come back to me and they say, well, I don't know, I like the remake better. I would A, be fucking, I can't even say I'd be shocked. Just because of it's because of what they're accustomed to. Yeah, so. uh, that's true. But but the the way I looked at it was that a person who has really not seen uh, horror movies or anything, you know, like a complete novice to the genre, and, right. and has an inkling of yeah, I think I might be interested in in you know this kind of thing. So I don't know. That's why I thought of that. I, you know, because it, it's a great movie in itself. But I think it's it's easy for someone to slip into. There's nothing too, too out, you know, too crazy to wrap your head around in that movie. And it's got sure. identifiable characters and and stuff like that. I think most people babysit and you know stuff like that. I don't know that, that's but that's true. my pick. So I hear you. That's a good pick. I mean, I, I like I said, Suspiria might have been a little too fucked up, um, you know, and, and like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, the dinner scene and other stuff. And, yeah. It's a, it could be a little bit too much for, you know, for a novice, you know. So I, I was thinking of my top five. It's Friday the 13th, 1 and 2, Halloween, Exorcist, The Shining, you know, Texas Chainsaw. That's like my top six, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. But those are the ones that always come to mind with me. So I was trying to go with them just because, you know, that's, you know, obviously it's my personal taste. I'm going to recommend the movie, of course. So, and then I, I chose out of those movies what might be a little more timeless, you know, right? Yeah, and, and, and not too hardcore. So I kind of went, you know, that, that's why I went with the shining. But you know, fuck, honestly, you would think that most people, even if they were novices, had a taste of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I know? mean, do you think this guy, uh, Mister the Wolf, uh, as I now am going to call him, uh, <laughs> do you think he's uh, asking because he really? Uh, he stum- somehow stumbled upon our our show and is not really into horror movies, and that's why he's asking. He's wanting an actual opinion of where to start. You think, or he's just asking? Hmm. I think he's just asking. I, I think. Uh, yeah. But then again, he might. I, Who he knows? Does like things from he likes things from all genres. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that was a great email. Thank you, Mr. The Wolf. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, if any of you guys want to uh, send us an email, it's at bananalaser at gmail.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail of fart sounds or anything like that. It's 314-720-8842. And so, you know, anything you guys want to put out there would be, you know, great. We might play it on the show. Oh, fuck. Okay, there's the second bell, dude. Teacher's gone. Here's the fucking teacher. God damn it. I guess I gotta shut up now. Bueno, recuerdan, por favor, clase. Siempre contestan en español. Bueno. Señor, ¿cómo es Juan? Burritos? No, no, no. ¿Cómo es Juan? ¿Cómo es Juan? Uh. Guacamole? No, no. Señor, ¿cómo es Juan? Spaghetti. Spaghetti? That's Italian, you moron. Damn it, you idiots have been in this class, and the only Spanish you know is what you learned at Taco Bell. I'm going to give you little bastards just 10 seconds to come up with a sentence in Spanish, and if you can't, you're both going to the principal's office, and you're both flunking. 
Well, I'm waiting. Chiquita banana. Principal's office now. Taco Supreme. Get out now. Oh wow, man! Wait a second, man. What do you think the teacher's gonna look like this year? Oh, fuck, Dave, man. I can't believe we gotta go in the fucking principal's office. This is some fucking bullshit. <sighs> Getting sent in here all the fucking time. It's fucking stupid. I mean, we just started a fucking school year. What the fuck? I can't believe this Seriously. fucking shit. God What's damn. the big fucking deal, you know? Yeah, I mean, so what? We were talking in class. Who cares? I mean, fuck. Jesus. Whatever, but... Fuck, I don't... Oh, shit! Damn fucking Chase! What's up, motherfucker? Hey, brother. What the fuck are you doing here? Well, I, I am not surprised to see you in here, actually. Shit. <laughs> uh, yo, this is the third time this week. But, dude, th those other two, that, that was bullshit. But, yo, anyways, so I'm fucking doing this shit in the hallway, right? And no big deal. It was in the corner hallway. And then the teacher comes up. She didn't seem to have a problem with that or the blunt that I was smoking. But I'm wearing this T-shirt. Wait. The skeleton crew t Yeah, this is the t-shirt that you made for me, Matt. So actually, it's your fault, bro. Hey. She didn't like the uh, the, the, the blood on my t-shirt. I thought it was kind of She didn't like the fact that it says boobs? Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> blood, <laughs> booze, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yo, anyways, so I'm about to uh, go in here. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I blame it on you, Matt. But uh, I blame both of you motherfuckers because... I have not been paying attention in class at all. I've been listening to your podcast. I just want to say you guys are fucking killing it straight up, dude. Like, ever since you came out, I I'll be honest with you, um, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, give them a try, and yours blows all of them out of the motherfucking water. And what show are you on? Fucking, what, <laughs> two, three, four, what, you know I mean? So, straight up. Wow, I thanks, man. Get out of here. I'm yeah, going to change my shirt before I go in. Um, thanks for the shirts, by the way, Matt. Uh, yeah. Fucking big shout out. I love the design. I want my banana laser shirt, though. <laughs> They're coming. They're in the works. All right. Yeah. Thanks, man. I really appreciate that. That's very nice of you. Yeah. All right, Joe. Wish me luck. Oh, yo. Yeah. 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 Don't go in there with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll hold on to it already. Yo, I weighed that before. All right. Good luck, Dan. All right, y'all. Thanks. Man, fucking Dan Chase. I hope he doesn't get fucking suspended or detention or anything like that. Shit's crazy. Ah, oh, jeez. I hear you, man. Poor bastard. Yeah. Well, I mean, fuck. I mean, we're no better off. Here we are sitting in the principal's office. We might as well fucking uh, uh, make good of it and record some fucking banana laser here. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get to the lounge uh, anytime soon. <laughs> no, fuck. All right, let's talk about fucking uh, Slaughter High from 1986. Uh, uh, we're continuing our uh, walk through the 80s. Yes, walking through the 80s with Laser Kasem. This is Laser Kasem here. I have a special long-distance dedication, and it's all about kids and pets, and love, and I'll read it to you right now. Dear Laser, I'd like to talk about a recent death we've had in our family. It's about a lovable St. Bernard that goes by the name of Cujo. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he likes. 
Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions, and then you got to go into somebody dying... You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but God damn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This a god last goddamn time, I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I gotta talk about a fucking dog dying. What is this fucking ponderous, man? Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Jesus Christ, what the fuck was that? Jesus. <laughs> uh, I guess that's the last we're gonna see a laser case of Yeah, holy fuck. shit. That dude went straight off. <laughs> yep, bye-bye, buddy. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Slaughter High... Uh, tagline is where the student body is going to pieces, and uh, not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, good tagline. It's, it's been uh, honestly, I think it's been the first decent one we've had on the whole fucking walking through the eighties. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, probably so. Yeah. Um, so if you guys don't know this movie, um, it's about uh, a nerd named Marty, and he basically gets um. Uh, picked on by this this group of uh, eight or ten kids, and they accidentally disfigure him in one of their pranks. And then uh, I think it's five years later, or something like that. Um, uh, they yeah, it's all, a five five year reunion. Five have. five years. <laughs> Who has a five year reunion? I don't know, but uh, five, after five years, uh, all of this group of kids get invited for a reunion back to their old school. And then uh, Marty the Geek ends up picking them off one by one, classic slasher style. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, a couple things. This movie, um, it, 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 we were talking the last show about uh, film grade and stuff like that, and uh, this one definitely has not a very polished look with the film grade. Uh, and then I was doing some research, and it was filmed um, uh, in England. And if, and after I learned that, then I started to listen to the characters talk, and they're all doing American accents very, very poorly. I don't yeah. know if you caught on to that. <laughs> I caught some of it, and I, I I did realize that they you know they had those accents. I I didn't know that the entire cast was and that it was filmed in England. That well, I didn't. Yeah, well, I'm just wow. guessing. So, I mean, the last time I watched this, uh, it has like a little fact track, and most of the facts are absolutely yeah. terrible. Um, but, are they really? I haven't watched them. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. Well, let, let me give you an example. Okay, so two two of the bullies give uh, Marty in the beginning a joint, and they're like, hey, sorry for picking on you. Take this joint. And then the fact <laughs> a fact comes up and says, what uh, illicit drug is typically rolled into a joint? Cocaine? Heroin? <laughs> Something else? And then cannabis. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. I was like, wow, what a fact. <laughs> that's, 
incredible. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, it was multiple choice too, yeah. It was trivia. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Holy it was shit. it was terrible. It would be th- funny though. I'm, I I honestly, next time I watch this movie, I'm putting them fun facts on. I'm going <laughs> to sit down, drink some vodka and fucking this already is is a, a movie that I enjoy as is. Now, if I watch it that way, because you know, one of the things I enjoy about it is you can laugh at it as well as, you know, enjoy it for other reasons, but to see that on there, I mean, shit. I you know, that sounds like a party to me. You know, I don't know. A couple <laughs> drinks, fucking ridiculous fun facts like that coming on. You're already watching a ridiculous eighty slasher to begin with, and then you have that shit coming on the screen. I mean, that that sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, they popped up like every, I don't know, seven minutes or something like that, and it generally, it almost never had anything to actually do with like the film you know just took something that was in the film and then you know said something about it like the joint thing so <laughs> really? yeah let there be a banana on there and say hey do you know that uh mexico's yeah. number one import is the banana or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the shit that it would do and th- this is like the number one special feature on the dvd that i saw uh it had that and the trailer so i mean <laughs> that's it yeah and trailers from other movies correct yeah so, and yeah, I mean, uh, talking about the film grade, you know, I, I, don't, I guess there's probably only one, co- uh, one, uh, release of this movie on DVD. I'm not for sure, but the, the yeah. film is so dark. I mean, there was times when the screen is like completely black and you can't even see what the fuck's going on. I'm screaming at it, like telling the characters to fucking turn a light on. <laughs> you know, it's like, I can't see what even, I hear people talking. Really? I can't see shit. You didn't think that? I didn't have that problem. Holy oh, man. It might be your TV. Maybe I got a shitty TV. I Not don't a know. shitty TV. No, because I had a... Uh, I, the first HD television I bought, there was uh, a lot of movies I watched when they were dark movies were twice as dark. And then it was just something that I had to adjust. And I forgot. I, I figured it out eventually when I played around with it. And I adjusted it, and it was just something that, um, you know, it was just a basic adjustment, but I forgot what it was, and then you can see everything fine. So it just might be something simple like that, because I didn't have that problem. And hmm. before this DVD came out, I because this DVD only was released like three years ago, I want to say. Prior to that, I had a bootleg copy that was um, ripped from a VHS. So I was just happy as hell to get this, because I was watching it, you know, just uh, that way. And then this came right. out. And uh, it was a, a hell of an improvement to me, and I didn't have that problem. So, hmm. yeah, well, it, it might just be an adjustment you have to you right. gotta play around a little bit. I'll check that out. I was just handed a note from uh, producer Pete. I don't know how he got into uh, the principal's office here, but it says uh, that <laughs> that the reunion was 20 years later and that the school was closed for five years prior to that reunion. Does that sound right to you? I don't know, producer what Pete. The? Fuck. Does that wow. sound right? Yeah. No shit. Fucking Pete. Wow. I, I, I don't I'm, know. Well, I do remember that the school being closed for five years, so that does make sense. Maybe that's where five years comes from, but holy fuck. Nobody really aged that much if it was <laughs> yeah. five years. Yeah, they right? were. They, all these kids are, are definitely in their 30s when they're in high school. It was some fucking 90210 bullshit going on here. Right, I mean, they did a decent job with making them look young in the beginning, I suppose, but they just didn't age that much by the time yeah. no, they came around. They didn't look like they were fucking 48, you know what I mean? They right. looked like they were 38, and then in school they looked like maybe they were, you know, 
thirty or something. Well, the main girl uh, was yes. thirty six whenever yeah, she filmed filmed right. this flick, so she, was. <laughs> she definitely looked at least thirty six. Yeah. <laughs> Even in high well, school, yeah. she did. Yeah, yeah. A lovely yeah. Carolyn Monroe, fucking a genre vet. Well, not a vet, but you know, she's yeah. in a couple. She's been in a couple. Oh yeah. So this, um, it, it, if you guys haven't seen this, uh, it's definitely a movie not to be taken seriously. Uh, it came out in 1986 after the you know the slasher slasher craze was already like in full swing, and this is a movie that you watch and laugh with and laugh at. Kind of similar, I would say, to uh, the Sleepaway Camp sequels, uh, where it's just it knows what it is. It's dumb fun. It's not necessarily going to make sense uh, in any aspect, uh, but you just go with it, you laugh with it, and you have a good time. Is that how you take this flick? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I don't think it's that cheesy in that way. Really? Okay. No, I think I compare it more to to like Night of the Demons. Uh, okay, yeah. And it, it's, those movies to me are similar, and I like them both a lot. And uh, Sleepaway Camp, I don't know. They 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 tried a little hard to be cheesy. Where this one, it was cheesy just by association and just because of the, the time period and just because it was a that kind of a slasher that wasn't very serious. But I don't know. I I, I, I can't downgrade it that much. It, not that I have a problem with Sleepaway Camp two and three because I don't. And they do know what they are and they're fun movies. And this is a fun movie too. But I don't. You know. I don't lump it in that same category with those. Right. Hmm. But that's just me. I, I think I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm kind of partial to this movie. Oh, really? See, I haven't seen, uh, I, previously I saw this as a kid when it came out, and, you know, it didn't it didn't rub me either way, you know. Uh, I saw it probably 10 years ago, and was and that was when I was taking horror very seriously. And I was just like, nope, this is fucking garbage. None of this makes sense. <laughs> And uh, so this time watching it, I was able to uh, laugh with it, I guess, and have a little more fun. So yeah, it's cool. um, plus you plus the ending, and you know what we're led to believe it doesn't really have to make sense because of what you know what happens in the conclusion. Okay, so I mean, let's talk about that. So I mean, let's jump forward a little bit, I guess. Marty uh, at the end, uh, he kills everyone basically, yes. and then all of a sudden. Uh, all all of the kids that he killed suddenly come back as like zombies and are taunting him. And then uh, he fucking wakes up in a hospital and has all the scars that the kids inflict on him at the beginning of the movie. So are we to believe that that this all transpired in his head and none of it actually happened? It was like all a a, a dream or something like that. Is that what you take it? Of it course, is. everything that yeah, I mean, basically, after he you know after he gets burned in the science lab and he's taken away, um, it, it's kind of funny because it starts with a dream. Remember when they're taking him out on the on the on the gurney or the cart, whatever the hell you want to call it, stretcher, and uh, the one Carol Monroe, Carol is her name in the movie, goes over to him and she's like, "I'm so sorry," and everything else, and then he reaches up with his hand and he's burned and he grabs his, her neck. And then she wakes up in bed, and she was dreaming. Yeah, like twenty years later, you know, she right. has these dreams because, yeah, because the guilt or whatever. Okay, correct, right? So it's almost like the movie starts with a dream and then it ends with a dream. So I think 
maybe that's where it be. I don't think that he grabbed her. You know what I'm saying? I think he was just wheeled out or, you know, carted out because of, of the damage done by the fire. And and that was that. And then, you know, it, it starts off with her dream and it ends, you know, with his dream. Isn't that kind of bullshit, though, to end something and say, oh, it was a dream? I mean, uh, to me, that's just, I don't, I don't know. They're trying to have, like, a shock ending, I guess, but it really... It just takes away everything that happens in the fucking movie. It's like, well, it didn't happen. Why did I just fucking watch it? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just... It kind of explained things better. Like, some of the things that didn't make any sense in the movie... Oh, okay. Yeah, because there was tons of things that didn't make sense in the movie. So, yeah, I guess I guess that explains all that shit away. I guess you're right about that. Yeah, it does. See, that, that that's one thing I, I liked about it. Like, oh, wow, hey, it's a fucking dream. I mean, it, it is possible, and... Then he gets up, and then, you know, now he's going to really go on a rampage and really kill people. And it's kind of a fucking, you know, it's one of those, not, I don't want, it is like a, a twist ending, and it's it's something cool. I mean, they could have just gone the regular route and freaking, it could have been A. I mean, first of all, when you're watching it, and you see the way it ends, he fucking kills everybody. He gets the last girl in the shower the way she got him in the beginning of the movie with mm-hmm. the prank. You're like, holy fuck. First of all, you're not even sure it's going to be Marty. Because you're watching the movie, and usually it doesn't end up being that way. It ends up being somebody else is killing for some other reason or something. Then when you find out it really is Marty, and he fucking he did escape the uh, you know after he got sent away from the berms and the asylum and everything else, and he came and he plotted the whole thing and killed them all. Then he kills the last girl. You're like, holy fuck! It should, you know that's what I thought. I'm like, that's awesome. I mean, it, could you just imagine if they ended the movie that way? You know, he gets his revenge. The credits roll. That I never think I would have rather that. I think really? so. Yeah, it never the whole. Happens, yeah. Never. Well, hey, okay, so. Either just walk off into the sunset with that fucking thing you stabbed her with, and you know, or, or the javelin. The yeah. Oh right. yeah. I mean, <laughs> when do you see a movie like that? Maybe that could have been cool. But so then the other thing with with the zombies, which is kind of like a maniac situation. You know? Yeah, but it was just so cheesy. I mean, <laughs> uh, they're they're all rising out of the fog, and they look fucking like. They look ridiculous. Like the main girl, her hair is fucking, it's like Bride of Frankenstein, you know. Oh, up, yeah, up that's to, right. She looks like Marge Simpson and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was kind of over the top, but maybe that was done intentionally. A, first and foremost, it's the 80s, so, you know, style back then. Yeah, bigger is better. Happened. Yeah, exactly. Right. Maybe it's a product of, uh, of its time period, or maybe it's a combination of that, plus it's a dream so let's fucking make shit crazy. So it away. Uh, earlier you were saying that you weren't sure if it was Marty doing the killing or not. Well, as it, I'm watching the movie, I mean, how many slashers have you watched where there's a situation, yeah, you know, like that where or there's a tragedy in the beginning and then flat, you know, flash forward to years later that these murders occur again and it's never the obvious. Usually yeah. you're watching it and it's like a, a who done it and that's what the, a lot of these slashers were. The, the mask comes off and it's Roy, the paramedic. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> right. Jesus. Oh, that fucking bullshit. <laughs> right. Yeah, like Roy and like so many other movies we've seen, you know, where yeah. the killer, it ends up being, uh, you know, I was actually best friends with Marty or something. Or, you know, you, we've seen those slashers before where it, it would be one of the kids 20 years later that was in on the group that felt bad about it or something. I just thought it is the movie. The first time I saw it, there's yeah. movies going on. There's no way it can be Marty because it never is. The, no one ever goes away to the asylum. And when they do, they talk about it. 
just like like Harry Warden in like My Bloody Valentine's a good example. Mm-hmm. That would have been the obvious thing. Yeah, it's really Harry Warden. But does it ever do that? No. Huh. See, I would have liked that better if it wasn't Marty and it was just one of the other kids or something, you know, somebody who felt guilty and and felt like they needed to, you know, wipe everybody else out to repent or something like that. I kind I probably would have liked that better. It would have been okay, but it's been done so many times before. Yeah. I think it's true. unusual to see to see the obvious. And then again, it wasn't the obvious. They swerved us. You thought it was going to be like, holy fuck, he just killed a girl? And, and the fuck, I, I, the first time I saw him, like, the movie's going to end? It really was Marty? He really got his revenge? And that, the credits are about to roll? And then the other shit happens? And then not so, but that, that you just it just doesn't happen when you watch those slashers. Yeah. But, you know? um, so this flick... Uh, the when the prank happens, uh, it's on April Fool's Day, which is also Marty's birthday. Um, yes. So <laughs> uh, there's this whole, you know, so they're doing an April Fool's uh, joke on him. Uh, but then uh, flash forward to uh, later in the movie, and it's on April Fool's Day again, uh, which which starts at midnight. Apparently, right? <laughs> yeah, right. starts at midnight, but then. Everybody keeps saying, or it's said at least twice, that April Fool's Day is over at noon. So it will right. stop at noon. What the fuck? Do you know? Any, is there some rules to April Fool's Day that I'm not aware of where it's not 24 hours? It's just tw- <laughs> 12 hours? No, makes no sense. I'd, li- I, I'd like to Google it. Maybe it's some type of, maybe that's how the fest, you know, the whole the festivity started with it once upon a time that you can prank people for 12 hours. Maybe. I'm, I don't know, but. No, yeah, I've I never know. heard that, and it's completely fucking ridiculous. And they're saying that all we gotta do is hold out till noon. Yeah, that's you know, what the girl's saying. Ma- Marty's been playing by the rules this entire time. He, you know, he'll let us go. It's like what? What fucking rules? I don't. <laughs> the hell are they talking? Who established rules? Was there like a a chalkboard of rules in one of the rooms? Said, hey, I'm gonna kill you guys. And it's going to be like this, that, and the other, but it's only going to be for fucking 12 hours, you know, so <laughs> you have your chance to get out. It's like the running man or something, you know, fucking. <laughs> it was ridiculous. And I know that girl did bring it up, and she was, like, trying to sell it to other people. And yeah. they just kind of, and, and whoever she was talking to just, just kind of went with it. And then later on, when she's the last girl, when it's Carol and it's the last girl, she looks and it's like two minutes after 12 or 12 had, had passed, and you thought that, in some fucked up realm that maybe she was going to survive because they made a point to show that it was afternoon. But then ultimately it didn't matter. He still whacked her. No. So yeah. that was just, why did they even put that in there? <laughs> they really could have left that out. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Look, come on. Obviously people are going to question it. How stupid can you be? Fucking midnight to noon? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, who knows? Fucking holiday? <laughs> so the, uh, uh, one thing I did notice this time that was it was kind of cool. I wish it was fleshed out a lot better. Uh, and the, one of the problems I had with it is that some of the characters uh, they don't stand out. They they all kind of they look similar. Some of them do, so I couldn't really tell them apart. But at the beginning, when they're doing the prank, and uh, she lures them in the shower and all that stuff, and everyone else gathers around. Yeah, it's uh, in the locker room, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty funny, yeah. but they all they all have some something. Uh, one guy's filming it. One guy has a javelin. 
the other guy is setting up like a battery to the fucking towel rack and right. stuff like that. And um, and so it, it, all these things come back into play later. I wish they would have uh, uh, played it up a little more. Like each person died uh, with the thing that they were taunting him with. You know, like the girl did get stabbed with the javelin. Uh, he did electrocute. Uh, two of them and You're stuff right. like that. I wish there was a little more into that. I never saw it until this viewing, but and I guess the other one could be that those two guys gave him a joint that was like a, a fake joint somehow, and then uh, beer. yeah, the first kill was like the beer. Yeah, um, you know, so uh, th- those little tie-ins were pretty cool. I wish they would elaborated more on that. It would have made it more enjoyable. I agree. Yeah, I never thought about that. That that would have been cool. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't even realize that about the electrocution that it tied into the beginning. The mask was obvious. You know, the person was wearing the jester mask, and then mm-hmm. later on, that that becomes his mask. It, know, that was a, that was a great look. Yes, I it mean, was. Hand, him in the letter jacket and that yeah. mask, great fucking look. Sure. But he's got fucking jingle bells on this motherfucker. It's not very, uh, uh, you know, stealth. You know, he can always hear him coming. So. <laughs> oh yeah, good call. Right, that's you know cool. what I mean? It's like I'm gonna sneak up on you. Ching, 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 ching. Santa. <laughs> fucking Rudolph. What is this shit? It's yeah. It's like uh, uh, in Silent Night, Deadly Night, when fucking what's his fuck is is walking around. He's always jingling. You never yes, see anything is. on him, but they add that sound effect. He's just jingling. It's like <laughs> the jingling baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. So that that was a wow. great great look for him. It was a great look, and, and they shouldn't have jingled. But, you know, the gestures do come with the bells. It's just part yeah. of the costume, yeah. you know? But it was yep. a great look. And, and I really, I think the the opening was great, great 80s opening. Fucking just perfect for the time. So just everything about it. And then when she lures him in that thing, you know, she's the fucking hot chick, and she's going to, you know, and, of course, this dumbass is going for it. It's almost like the classic oh, yeah. Avenger. But yes, not, not exactly. as cheesy. Yeah. Not as cheesy as that. It wasn't as overdone as a trauma film. It, it reminded me a lot of that, yeah. Right, and there was other movies like that at the time. Like Slashers were a fucking, somebody got punked and then came back, you know? But mm-hmm. it was one of, you know, she lures him in there and acts like she's going to fuck him and brings him in the bathroom. How come you never paid attention to me before? And he didn't care. He wasn't even thinking that it was April Fool's Day. And then, you know. He pulls out that fucking condom. That's what got. Was, that? was that a French tickler? What the fuck was that? I don't know, but he pulls. It's not even in a package. It's just loose in his pocket. Right. And, oh. and then it's got fucking yeah, uh, like like a comb. It's got like four things sticking out of it. Yeah. I guess for the G spot or some shit. Right. It's like but, a French tickler type thing. But I'm but guessing. but then he puts it to his mouth and blows it up. Like what? What is he doing? I know he didn't know what to do. He yeah, I guess water so. Got in it. I think he was complaining about it at the time. Oh well, I think he was saying something like he was confused by it because obviously he never gotten laid before. Yeah. So he had this thing, and who knows where the fuck he got it. And yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous though. It was like fucking um, udders for a cow or something. These four things hanging. From <laughs> yeah. the condom, right. Yeah. No shit. It was. I never seen a condom like that before. Nope. And yeah. I, yeah, don't care to either. That's not right. something I want to strap on right there. No. I hear you. It was uh, pretty fucked up. But then, yeah, it's, 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 by the way, April Fool's Day, this movie came out, uh, this movie was supposed to be called April Fool's Day. 
Yes. Yep. They yeah. changed the name because yeah. um, America put out a movie called April Fool's Day the same year. And uh, I, I don't know. I At first watching it, I, I was like, man, I wish it would have been called April Fool's Day. But but Slaughter High is a fucking great name. So I'm glad yeah, I'm glad they had to change it, actually. That's true. I mean, I guess it's okay that it was April Fool's Day. It was just, you know, interesting that it was. And as I'm watching, I'm like, why didn't they call it April Fool's Day? Then I, I stooped around and I go, oh, they were going to call it that. And mm-hmm. Whatever. But Slaughter High is a good title. And, you know, how about the funny part? The, how about it's just so representative of the time? He gets in the shower and everything else, and then you know the prank is on him. They open the door; it's fucking schlongs hanging there, and <laughs> yeah. all the you know they're filming him and fucking. What are they yelling at him? They're fucking yelling, "Where's the beef? Where's the, Where's beef? the beef?" I'm like, "Oh, this dates this fucking movie." <laughs> right? <laughs> Where's the beef? It was uh, kind of a, a carry situation instead of instead of fucking throwing you know tampons at him. They're fucking yelling, "Where's the beef?" He's in the shower. He's embarrassed. You know. <laughs> yeah. No shit. There was similarities between this and Carrie because after that happened, oh, so you, you haven't seen Carrie. We're, we're back to that again. Well, after nope. this, the, the prank happens in Carrie and in this, there's detention issued by the teacher, and, and the, the detention is the, the gym class, and they're doing push-ups and all this other oh, stuff. Oh, okay. But I'm telling you, they ripped this right from Carrie because huh. they're doing those push-ups in there. And, and they're ta- I'm telling you, it's just like they did in Carrie. Well, that's and funny because one of the uh, facts that came up uh, was um, it was a multiple choice, and it said uh, which Stephen King penned novel uh, uh, started the uh, uh, nerd getting revenge on his classmates or whatever type scenario. And it, and it was obviously Carrie, but right. it's just funny that you know they brought it up on the fact thing too and it said that 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 was the original story of this kind of of story so i mean it makes sense i can't think of anything older than carrie that would you know be be the nerd getting revenge kind of kind of tale right yeah i, I hear know. you know that uh, carrie i believe would be the first one. yeah you're right but i'm telling you they, they totally ripped it in that scene which and even the music they played it was so reminiscent oh my of God. the music they played in Carrie. When oh, really? They were doing, yeah, I'm telling you. Go on. Another reason for you to watch Carrie because it's it's crazy. It's it's very very similar to the music. It's like kind of weird music. Like weird fucking eighty. <laughs> I like that stuff though. It was cool, but I'm telling you, they did. It's almost identical in sound to what they did with Carrie. Obviously, the the, the tune wasn't exactly the same, but like the instruments they used or whatever. I'm telling you, I, I was watching this. Like, holy fuck! I didn't. I never realized it in my other viewings. In this last one, I was like, "That's just like fucking Carrie." Yeah, it was weird. Straight well, up weird. speaking of music, though, I mean, oh boy. I know what you're going. The, I mean, it's Friday the Thirteenth. All the yes, the music. I mean, his name is on it, Mister Harry, uh, whatever's. Yeah, That's how it. do you say that? Harry Manfredini. Manfredini. Yeah, his name is on the score as the composer, yep. but it's like. The exact music from Friday the Thirteenth, so I think, yeah, like, they just stole the music and then had to legally put his name on there, or did he actually <laughs> co- come in? Did did he come in and 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 make some music, and of then course. then also slapped the the other shit on there that he had already done? Would That's you? That's what he did though. That was his forte. 
That's what it shit sounds like. Have you ever seen? No, but this is like the exact fucking music. There's no difference. It, it was very reminiscent of Final Chapter and Part Five era of Friday the Thirteenth. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, doing with the to strings. me, there was no. Yeah. I mean, there was parts that sounded similar, and then there was parts that was a, a fucking total rip. Like it was, it was the exact thing. And so I, yeah, I was questioning it the whole time. I'm like, well, maybe they just stole the music, and then, <laughs> and then legally had to put his name on there. No, that's just like what that. he does. That's just huh. his, that's just his signature sound. And again, that's that's part of his charm for me. That's another reason why I'm really into this movie because it's it's so it's such a familiar movie, uh, and and that's one of the reasons why. But it's it, it's uh, and it fits in this movie. However, have you ever seen The Hills Have Eyes Part Two, the, the Wes Craven one? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. Well, it's a shitty movie to begin with, but Hills Have Eyes Part Two is scored by Harry Manfredini as well, and that that is just like Friday the Thirteenth music once again. Oh, really? Okay. And it doesn't fit at all in the Hills Have Eyes. It's hmm. just you can't imagine that type. It just if you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. And that it's even worse of a rip. It's just, like what the fuck? Huh. It's, it's crazy. So it's kind of like like you know. Like Tim Burton. You hear a Tim Burton thing, you know it's him. That's Tim Burton shit. And I, I, pardon me. Excuse me. Danny Elfman. Yeah, Danny okay? Elfman. Yeah. You hear Danny Elfman score, you know that's Danny Elfman. You hear mm-hmm. John Williams, you know it's John Williams. It's it's the same thing with, with Manfredini, but on a smaller scale, of course. And, you know, he, he is a little repetitive, but... Uh, the music worked, though. I mean, it all yeah. worked. That's, what, uh, that's something I like about the film, again. Yeah. Yeah, even like, uh, so I'm wondering, because he was the only person I saw credited for music, but at the beginning there's like a, a kind of a, a rock or pop song, you know, that has, you know, somebody laughing in it kind of repeatedly, and that's that's really catchy, and, uh, and it's like, well, did he write that, or is that just like a song from somewhere? Because it kind of sounded like it could be a, a, a score-type song. Uh, that was made to sound like a pop song or something like that. I don't know. Did you like that song at the beginning? Oh, it was a typical... Uh, I don't remember a whole lot about yeah. it, but it was a typical 80s song. Yeah. It, didn't, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't like over-the-top fucking cheesy. No. Like yeah. when we were watching... Uh, what do you call it? The, when we did the Italian show last show it, it, with... Uh, you know, oh God! <laughs> it wasn't like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, like this was much more watch. subtle. It, de- right. I mean, I mean, that worked for those, you know, that movie. But yeah, this is definitely much more subtle. So. Yeah, it was good. How, speaking of the music, though, how about that little Jason tribute they did? And then they even had the fucking <sighs> fucking shit in there because he has the right to do it, which I think was great. Whenever uh, the guy jumped out with the mask on, the Jason mask. Ah, okay, you yeah. Realize that they played. Uh, how could you not? Yeah. He jumped up and scared the girl, and they played the fucking Friday the 13th music. Yeah, I, I was wondering that. Yeah. I was like, okay, so they go into the reunion, or basically they break into the school because it's been, <laughs> uh, you know, shut down for five years. Yeah, so they break in. in. Right. And, uh, and that's one of the first things one of the guys does is scare a chick with a hockey mask. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, did he bring that? You know, this with the intention of doing that, or is there a hockey mask just laying around there? So, you know, I guess it is Slaughter High, so you could probably go around another corner and there'd be a red and green sweater. Uh, there's a chainsaw down one, and who the fuck knows? That's fucking great. Yeah, they have machetes. You know, they got the whole <laughs> yeah Slaughter High, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what though? That's once again, you can explain that away with it being a dream if you wanted to. Exactly. There's yeah, <laughs> and especially in the last chase, there's so much little shit uh, like that that's unexplainable. But since it's a dream, you know, it all makes sense. Like uh, she's running away from him, and the light bulbs above her head every time she passes one explodes or whatever. And don't get me wrong, that looks cool. But at the same time, it's like, well, he's not, like, shooting them out or anything. It's, like, it's a fantastical element that shouldn't be there. And it's, like, that doesn't make any sense. Or, like, uh, you know, she uh, turns on the water and then all of a sudden blood starts coming out. And it's, like, well, how's he really going to do that? You know, <laughs> I don't think this guy is is going to be able to, to do that. I don't know. He's not a mechanic a or anything. Yeah. Right. The bathtub yeah. scene, which... The whole thing. Well, you know what? Let's we're jumping all over the fucking. Thing. We'll get to that part in a minute. Pretty much. I, I just, you know, we are jumping all over the place. So whatever, fucking. It's to go back a little bit. How about the fucking? They give him a joint after they bust his balls, right? Okay, mm-hmm. they bust his balls. They give him a fucking swirly in the tub. They film him the whole fucking night. Embarrass him. They get punished. Then they go, yeah, we're gonna make it up to you. We're gonna give you a joint. And this fucking guy who's really into science. And he's going to go in the science lab and work with all this fucking high-tech shit and acids and everything else. <laughs> they fucking, you know, once away, once again, it's explained away because it's a dream. But it's not. No, this is not a dream part. This is reality. Yeah. They give him a joint in the school. They go, here, Marty, take this joint. So now for their plot to work, <laughs> they have to know that he's going to fucking smoke the joint in the fucking lab. And they'd have to know that he's going to be working with fucking nitric acid. And it's going to cause a fire. I don't think that was their intention, though. I think they just that, wanted to scare him. Yeah, I think. Lead? Yeah, I think so. And then, uh, uh, yeah, the main guy he goes in there when when he's in the bathroom, like throwing up. Oh, that's know? right. I'm sorry. And then the he puts made him sick. They, yeah, they fucked up his stomach. They just wanted to make him throw up. My bad. You're right. Okay. Yep. And that's but right. th- but then the other guy comes in at, when he's in the bathroom and he puts something in one of the beakers that's not really that's explained. What he does. He puts like that's wipe. Because- white powder in there and he's kind of looking at everything you know making sure it's set up but it's like set up to do what i mean really well everything that happens afterwards i don't think he really set that up i think no it was coincidental yeah it was all coincidence yeah right they didn't want to burn the poor bastard right they wanted to scare him or whatever but he still did put fucking that powder in that potion it was bubbling he knew it was going to be some type of reaction you know, he didn't know for a fact that nitric acid was going to be above him. It was going to happen to fall, and it was going to be a fucking explosion between the two potions and fire and everything else. Yeah, apparently Slaughter High has no regulations uh, for their <laughs> chemicals that they have in their chemistry lab, and they just put shit anywhere. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and this dork who's all about science and all about that shit is going to smoke a fucking joint in the science lab. Yeah, That's I don't see that guy. happening either. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But whatever. I'm not knocking the film because I do enjoy it. I, it. Overall, as a whole, I, I enjoy the movie. But that, that was definitely ridiculous. <laughs> this fucking this, this science dork is going to smoke a joint at all. But not, not just at all, but in the fucking science lab while he's working with fucking, you know, dangerous shit. Right. Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> him fucked up. The uh, but the the main chick who seduces him at the beginning is smoking hot. 
Holy crap. Yeah. And she, that's definitely the banana to peel of the movie right there. I don't know how you feel, but, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's fucking way hot. She's always been hot. Mm, yes. Yeah. There's absolutely. another girl that's pretty hot, too, in the movie. But she's not on there. She's an Italian girl. She's the only Italian girl in the movie. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, the, the, she, she kind of, I think she might be Sicilian. Her skin's kind of dark. And she, she's actually the Oh, girl. yes, okay. She's the girl in the bathtub who, after a matter of uh, probably five minutes, all of her skin and organs melt away in the (laughs) bathtub. I don't know how Marty set it up, you know, but he somehow he did. He's a fucking, he's a science genius. He's the fucking wizard with the fucking, with the potions, man, I'm telling you. But yeah, she was hot. She was also hot. But I mean, no, Carol Monroe steals the show. She's the fucking obvious banana we're peeling. Yeah. And so the uh, let's talk about this uh, uh, after they the, they essentially break into their high school reunion, uh, which I don't know why they wouldn't just leave because the place is clearly run down and, and not being taken care of. And nothing is inviting uh, right. of it they, whatsoever. They're just getting drunk. That's what happens. And they're, it's they're hanging out. They're pounding beers, and then it starts to rain. And they get to go to town, and the guys are like. You know, the guys probably just wanted to fucking try to bang the chicks. Let's go inside here. Remember, now they're buzzed up. They're fucking, they got some beers in them. Let's go in the old school. Come on, it'll be fun. It'll be a fucking a hoot. You know, right. whatever. So, you know, I could see that happening. Yeah. Going in your old school. There's like fucking five guys and five girls. And, you know, you're having a couple of beers. And you're yeah, right a couple of beers. Monster. Okay, so this guy fucking, they, they talk him into shotgunning a beer. And he does so, and then literally two seconds later, he's like, oh, I don't feel so good, and his stomach explodes out of his body. Now, yeah. how did that happen? Even if he's a chemical genius, this Marty kid, how did he get the chemicals inside an unopened can to make that happen? I mean, that just makes no sense. Don't get me wrong. I think it's probably my favorite or maybe second favorite kill of the movie but it's just like what that makes no sense (laughs) yeah yeah it is kind of ridiculous i guess if he had the money he could do it where he could fucking oh yeah he he went to the brewery yeah that's what he did (laughs) and fucking said hey i'll slip you a fiver if you fucking put this white powder in this one can right here yeah what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's true that, that's ridiculous also. Luckily, it's explained away. It's explained dream. away. It's all a dream. Yes. Oh, there we go. <laughs> See? No matter what, no matter how ridiculous things get after the fucking, after the fire and after Marty goes away, once the reunion begins, it can all be explained away as dream. Yeah. <laughs> which is good. Which is, you know, it's like a uh, an alibi for the film. Yeah, what pretty much. And, you know? uh, uh, so... One of my other favorite kills is when uh, they're freaking out, trying to get out of there, and uh, they they suddenly say, "Hey, there's a tractor!" and I, I and I don't understand because they can't get out of the building, right? They can't get out of the building, but for somehow there's a, a a shop with a tractor, and they're going to fix it so they can get away. I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, they are trying to get away. They're trying to fucking drive the tractor through the through wall the, or something uh, yeah the garage or whatever oh, okay but why that's there it's a high school why the fuck is there a tractor inside of a high school a dilapidated high school at that 
That's part of the groundskeeping department. Now, don't, now, don't forget, oh, yeah. we we okay. met the the caretaker caretaker earlier, yes. who was the previous janitor, and yes. uh, black janitor. There yeah. He is. Okay, so he was the janitor. The place has been closed down for five years, and now he's the caretaker. Well, he's doing a fucking <laughs> shitty job because this place is run the fuck down. Right. If he's mowing shit, he is a fucking Ray Charles driving this fucking thing. <laughs> He no, can... you're right. There's no landscaping. It's a fucking mess. You're right. Oh, it's a total mess. So yeah. they're gonna they're gonna fix this tractor, or one guy is, and he's like, "Don't worry, just give me a little time. I'll fix this." Uh, everyone else, leave the room and leave me by myself. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, his woman's out fucking somebody else. Yeah. What? Right? Perfect time. Of... Perfect right. time for some adultery to happen. Like, right. what the? Sure we're was. being we're being picked <laughs> off and killed. Uh. My husband is fixing a tractor. I'm going to fuck my high school crush. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who happens to be the father of her child. And she confesses to him. Oh, really? Oh, that's terrible. I didn't catch that's that. That's what it was. Yeah, they had, she was involved with him. And then she got with the other guy after. And then he thinks that it's his kid. Yeah, she tells him. She goes, the, the, the child is yours. And, you know, he doesn't know. <laughs> and I'm telling you this shit now. And Yeah. So she had this thing for him. And then fucking, you know. What's he doing? Well, he's going to be down another hour, hour and a half. <laughs> right. Things, you know, whatever. Let's do our fucking thing. So, yeah, this guy's. That was a great show. That he's, uh, he's fi- this guy fixing the tractor, though, this shit had me cracking up. Because he's underneath this tractor, which I guess has a. Uh, uh, a lawnmower blade on right. it, and uh, and and the the killer comes walking in. You know it's the fucking killer. And I look at my girlfriend. I say he's gonna he's gonna say, "Hey, uh, guy who's not the killer, can you hand me a wrench? I gotta <laughs> fix this." <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And that's exactly what happens. Hey, can you hand me that wrench right there? Yeah, thanks, man. And then <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the killer takes it off the fucking. Uh, uh, the stacks that it's uh, that it's on, so he's holding it up by his arms, and then turns on the blade, and he makes him drop it on himself, and that's uh, that was a pretty good, ki- pretty pretty good kill. I like that one. Yeah, it, it probably is the uh, the banana split, if you will. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, lots of blood. That's for sure. Yeah, 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 and, and you know, you know. Yeah, it wasn't too graphic, you know, no, uh, but. Yeah, just just your mind pieces together of how terrible that actually would be. So, right, it yeah. made me think of Dead Alive with that ending. Oh, straps right. a lawnmower on. <laughs> right. The only part of that movie I like the last yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, then, yeah, right after that, uh, the adulterers are having sex, and that's when he uses the, I guess, the car battery. I mean, I don't know yeah. what. It, <laughs> He, he hooks up a fucking car battery to the fucking bed. It's a metal frame bed, and then and then fries them both right whenever she's you know fucking yeah. orgasming or whatever. Yeah. She's doing her thing. She reaches up and grabs the freaking the bar at the top of the bed. She gets shocked, and I guess because he's got his dick in her, he gets shocked too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, he just he just kind of disappears. He, you know, he's banging her. He's on top. Like, Next thing you know, he's like, he just kind of flops around a bit yeah. on the floor. You don't see that. You see her, her fucking, and that, that's actually a pretty good kill too. Yeah, she gets burnt to a crisp. Yeah, it looks realistic. Yeah. It's not like the bathtub thing where she gets boiled or whatever, uh, you know, chemically burned down to her skeleton. That uh, that was a now, little, yeah. little ridiculous. Now back to the bathtub though. I mean, she she takes the bath in the first place. 
because the guy's stomach explodes and oh, plays yeah. on Earth, right? So now <laughs> everybody's freaking yeah. out. This is their first kill. They don't know they're going to get killed yet. They think it's a reunion. They go up there. It's a little weird. They see something about Marty. Their lockers are there. They open the lockers and see some of their old possessions. And they're starting to think, hey, what about this Marty cat? And, you know, they're a little curious, but whatever. So now they do the party in. He shotguns the beer. His fucking stomach blows. Blast blood on the girl's face. Now, now they're all panicking, of course. They're all running away. This girl runs to a bathtub, which first and foremost... Yeah, what? a bathtub in a fucking high school. It's Slaughter High. Yeah. You know, they got crazy shit there. Right. They got ho- hockey masks and bathtubs. You know, it makes, <laughs> makes sense, you know. I don't know why you're questioning it. <laughs> <laughs> she goes right to the bath. Now, here, this is the best part. Not only is there a bath, there's a fucking little bottle next to it, like shampoo and shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that! And my girlfriend says, "Oh yeah, five-year-old soap." Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just been sitting there waiting for her, and oh yeah, I'll use it. I'll shampoo my hair. The whole fucking thing. <laughs> and she takes a bath, and then suddenly, in the middle of the bath, she wants to get some more warm water or whatever, and she turns the fucking thing, and right at that moment, it turns into acid or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So Marty apparently got acid into the pipes and knew she was taking a bath and knew when to release the acid and yeah, everything and else. And exactly. Then, it's right. like it, he's either a fucking the sickest genius there is right. or this is a dream. And, yeah, we know it's a dream. So there you fun. have it. Right. <laughs> Explained away. That, that's yeah, the bottom brother. line of the movie. I mean, but it's still cool to see. I mean, yes, it's ridiculous that she takes a bath. And yes, it's ridiculous that suddenly acid comes out after she's been bathing all this time. And then she gets, next thing you know, a minute later, all the skin comes off her. And it actually, it's actually kind of cool. They got the claymation fucking melt on her face mm-hmm. and that. And, and then you go in there and she's a fucking straight up red skeleton fucking crying, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, uh, you know, the image that just popped in my head was uh, uh, Nancy's mom in the bed at the end of Nightmare 1. Uh, right. when she's like just a skeleton and she's like slowly seeping into the fucking bed. It's like, you know, right. that, that didn't fucking make sense either, but that's just, oh, but a... that was a dream sequence as well. Oh, brother. <laughs> there you go. You're, we're talking about dreams, brother. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> See? That's true. Think about shit. the dreams you have. Do you think they fucking add up and make sense? I, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the characters, they're, they're dwindling down. One girl gets out of the building though somehow, right? I don't know where. Suddenly, then, there's a loop in the fucking yes in in this fortress. Yes. Yeah. Suddenly she runs out. She figures yeah. it out, and then yeah, it's just like oh, she's out all of a sudden, and then she falls into like a fucking tar pit. What is this? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, uh, just it's like a, mud, right? a sewage hole. I don't. Yeah. What the fuck? But I, that's I, not even the most fucked up part. She falls in it. And she starts to come out, and Marty comes, takes his fucking, you know, his foot, pushes her down into it, and that's the end of her. Yeah, I would not like to drown in that kind of fucking muck. Ugh, I'd rather, give me some clean water to drown in, Jesus. <laughs> fuck. But what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> how does she die? Just because he pushes her, but why didn't she just come back up? It sounds like he takes his foot, and he holds her down, and he drowns her, and she's struggling to get out. He just pushes her back down. Yeah, that's true. And then he walks away. <laughs> that's the most ridiculous kill of the whole movie. Yeah. He's like, oh, and done. All right. On to the next one. <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. Her Alan's foot, and then we don't see her anymore. That, for a movie that had decent kills and they went out of their way, even if you know the bathtub thing was ridiculous and some of the shit was a little bit, you know, the beer can. Right, it was ridiculous, but I mean, why would they just go that length to to do those, you know, kind of elaborate type kills? And then do that, and he just pushes her down into the muck, and that's the end. That, that could have been the last thing they filmed, and they just were out of time. They're like, "Oh, that's good enough. We gotta get out of here. No more money. Who knows?" <laughs> yeah. But right. uh, so then, like uh, uh, the main guy, I guess you could say the the ringleader of all these douchebags. Uh, he well, he he gets caught and like hung in the gym or something like that, doesn't he? Kind of. Oh yes. He ca- kind of simply just gets hung in the gym. But he escapes it. Yes, and that leads to one of the the shock. One of the things I didn't remember that kind of shocked me. I thought worked really well, was that the uh, the final girl. She's getting chased through the halls. She's hiding behind a corner. She hears someone coming around the corner. She has a, a hatchet for some reason, and she picks it up somewhere. I forget. But then she whacks him right in the head, thinking that yeah. it's Marty. And that to me really worked uh, I because it. I kind of I kind of got jolted and. Uh, and I didn't remember that. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. A- anytime yeah. that that happens in a flick where it's like the uh, uh, protagonist kills another innocent thinking it's the villain, I always like that for some reason. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's been done several times. Oh, but yeah. It, it, it always, always works. Cool. Yeah, right. it always yes. works. It yeah. always works. Yeah, it's, it, it's really cool. And it, you don't forget about them. You know they're going to pop up because you see the guy's about to get hung. And then something happens. He does something. He wriggles around, and the rope was like attached to a hook on the side uh-huh. of him. So somehow, you know, it, that's actually something believable that could happen. I mean, why would Marty just leave and let him hang? Is another story. He should, he should have watched him die, but whatever. I mean, you know, that's another story. But he does get out, and it's believable that he could get out. Then you don't see him anymore. You don't see him creeping or any of that shit. It's almost like. He gets out, and then we're made to kind of forget about him mm-hmm. intentionally. Yeah, I, th- I that, thought I, I I thought he died. I kind of forgot. I was like, oh, he right. he's dead, you know, and it's just her now, you know, and that right. was it. And I he's guess so that's why I made a shock. Final girl, right? Yeah. yeah, you get you get wrapped up in, in the final girl, and you know, it's the movie's all about her. She felt guilty about doing it to her. She put the prank in the first place, and it's been all about her. You know, you know, she's gonna be the final girl, and then you get the you know the notorious final chase scene and everything else, and. How about the Friday the Thirteenth shit that goes on in that? But the fucking the janitor being nailed to the door. And the oh other, yeah, <laughs> right. The, the body like the, the body orgy. Yeah, it's like uh, open the door yes. and there's a dead body. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then the, yeah. the one guy falls from like the rafters and you see half his body come hanging out. It's just like part one. It's just like the shit that went on, you know, mm-hmm. with, with with the dead bodies. It's just and, yeah, just like the room that uh, 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 Lori you know ran into in halloween yeah absolutely that also yeah totally yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely that that shit and you know they, they marketed this movie as, fr- as from the makers of friday the 13th did you know that really yeah well i watched the trailer on your dvd and it's a real fucking shitty thing because the guy that produced this movie was affiliated for about a minute with the fucking the people uh, with Sean Cunningham and crew from the original Friday. And then I don't know the exact story, but he was affiliated for like a minute for something or other. And then it, by the time it came to print, he was out of there. Huh. And no between shit. that and I guess, I guess that and, 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 you know, Harry Manfredini being involved, somehow yeah. they were able to get <laughs> out there. Huh. And 
not get sued or something because straight up when the makers are Friday the 13th it said that in the trailer Slaughterhouse Slaughter High I'm like what the fuck really so that's when I got curious I'm like wait a minute how could that be so you know huh. I investigated it and that's how it was he was not one of the producers or the producer somehow you know it was some shitty thing but yeah that, that's I how this movie was marketed I did see that he made pieces because they actually had a poster of it in the right. in the fucking uh yeah. Uh, the sleazy uh, uh, sleazy guy's office or whatever it was like the uh, uh, the the girl the man girl's agent yeah or something like yes, that he, yes he, he's so trying like, to get her to do a porno or something like that <laughs> oh yeah right yeah exactly yeah they did three movies they did pieces what the fuck was the other one and then they did this one there was three movies that, that, that this producer did um oh shit what was the second one I don't remember, but I I, uh, I remember that I like this one the most out of the three. Yeah, so. uh, I haven't seen Pieces a long time, but I remember liking it. Uh, I don't know; it's been a long time, so who knows? Some um, people love it. Yeah, they they hold they hold in real high regard, and um, whatever I've I, I've seen it a couple times. Of course, I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it didn't really stick with me. Maybe we'll watch it for for the show or something. Yeah, again. yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, we pretty much talked about the end at the beginning, uh, but uh, yeah, what else you got on this flick, Slaughter High, dude? What else I got on it, huh? Well, let me think about that. Um, I don't think we left too much out. It was, I I do enjoy it, and you know, we see what happened. Not, not just think about the end though he wakes up he gets carol at the end he gets her in the shower the same way she got him in the shower in a manner of speaking in, in the original prank he kills her he walks off and all of a sudden they're all zombified fucking type you know coming after him scaring him then he wakes up and then the nurse is there and you know whatever do they try to sedate him something goes on but what's cool is after he wakes up from the dream there's a you see a doctor walking in the hall and there's a, a red light flashing. How does that work? He was called yeah. there for some reason. Yeah, right? there's like an alarm going off as like someone's having a, a cardiac arrest or or someone needs to be restrained or something like that. And so, uh, yeah, he rushes into the room where Marty's being held and the nurse is leaning over the bed, and right. then. Uh, which it's clearly a woman when he's walking in to the room. And then you cut to like one of the last shots. The nurse turns around and it's really Marty in the nurse outfit. (laughs) Yeah. They did the old switcheroo there, but yeah, they did, Uh, but it was a good kill with the fucking needles of the eye. Yeah. It was shit with the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I I did like that. And then, yeah, it ends oddly with him looking in the camera and like peeling his face off. Like what the fuck was that dude? Yeah, that was kind of strange. I didn't understand that. Yeah, and then some of his like layers of skin or something. Yeah, it's I like, guess that. Yeah. Why is he doing? He's he's fucked up. He's insane. I guess. Yes, Shit. they're just showing the the extent of his derangement. Yeah. I guess you could say. You know. And clearly, he's having fucked up dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clearly. For fucking twenty years, poor bastard. Yeah. Right? And he looks yeah. exactly the same, even though he's a little burnt. He still looks like he's fucking 18 to 20 years old. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which all these funny. all these assholes aged extremely well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. 
And for as much as they drink and smoke, wouldn't be really possible. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And they do yeah. other things as well. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, cool. So, uh, yeah, Dave, I know you're already fond of this movie, but uh, how would you rate this? I am fond of the movie. It's just something I, I sit down and I watch it, and I really enjoy it. I mean, we did the show last night with Gary, and, and you could almost say it's a guilty pleasure. Uh-huh. You know? Yep. But I wasn't going to bring it up last night, of course. But um, it, there's just something that it really resonates with me. I, I like to sit and watch it, kind of like Night of the Demons. Something about that setting, about people being in, in, in an enclosed place like that, and maybe the time period, maybe the kills. I I like the movie more than I should. I can admit that, but I, I do enjoy it. It's a, it's it's a cut above a lot of other slashers from back then. Mm-hmm. Just to me, and the dream sequence helps. That you can explain kind of the ridiculousness, and there's just you know there's a lot going on. You can laugh with it, you can laugh at it, and you could admire the gore and the time period. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know. right. It's right in the cusp of when uh, you know the, the, this slasher craze was just great. You know, it was it was right before the the teetering point of when it started to just really go uh, off the rails. Right, but they were still peaking at this time, and this yeah. is, you know, this was another one with the rest. But I think it's, you know, I, I like the twist thing at the end, and I just enjoy the film as a whole, even though there's uh, there's obvious there's flaws to it, obviously. I mean, you, we've discussed them for a lot, for for you know, many we spent many minutes on the flaws. Yeah. <laughs> but but whatever, I I still I'm still gonna rate rate it kind of high. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I really enjoy it. Oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. Three and a half, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Okay, right on. Uh so yeah, I would give it a okay, let me, now if if you were to ask me 10 years ago, I would have told you fuck you. You know, don't watch this fucking movie. It's it's garbage. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's got a couple interesting parts, but it makes no fucking sense. I watched it this time and I was actually having fun with it at the the first 30 45 minutes. I was laughing at just how ridiculous, you know, the, the the things the characters did, uh, the way Marty is able to kill people. I mean, it's explained away, but you know, it just makes right. no sense. Right. I did, um, in the last, uh, 20, 30 minutes, you know, I was getting a little bored, uh, just because it was all chase, chase, chase. And there wasn't enough, uh, stuff going on to really keep me, you know, stimulated or or laughing or anything like that. So I got bored at the end, but overall, I would say uh, I like it. You know, I'd give it a three. Uh, and I I would I would tell people to peel it back. I would recommend this for uh, people who um, are interested in classic slashers only. Sure. Uh, I wouldn't recommend like we you know we took that email earlier today uh, in the classroom. I, I wouldn't recommend this to somebody who is a novice to horror whatsoever. But if you know what you're getting into with slashers and want to see all the slashers you can, absolutely peel this one back. Check this one out. Yep, peel it back all day. And I'm glad you liked it because, you know, we were talking about it, you know, last week or whatever, and even even uh, yesterday before you watched it, and you mentioned that you hadn't seen it in 10 years and you didn't seem like you were too excited about seeing <laughs> it again. And I was thinking, I hope that this time around, he appreciates it yeah. more, and and I'm glad you did. I'm glad you got something out of it this time. So, so that's cool. So my track record's still, you know, pretty decent. 
<laughs> yeah. So fuck. I mean, we've been sitting here forever. I'm glad we had time to talk fuck? about Slaughter High. But uh, what about poor Dan? Holy fuck! What the yeah. fuck are they doing to that poor bastard? He's Holy still shit. in there. I don't know. But oh, what? What you? Okay, you want to see me now? All right. All right. Uh, well, fucking gotta go talk to Mr. Hand here in the fucking principal's office. So, uh, I guess we'll cut it here, and we'll be back whenever. Uh, I don't know. We get the fuck out of here. So. Yeah, we'll we'll be back. Hopefully, I don't get paddled. <laughs> Oh man, thank God we fucking got out of there with just a slap on the wrist, dude. We lucked out. Whew, you're not kidding, buddy. Jeez, I mean, I wish, you know, Dan Chase wasn't so lucky, but, you know, he'll survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's He's a survivor. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a few minutes here. Let's, uh, I mean, we're we're in our second class. We got a few minutes to talk about, uh, oh, shit. Okay, never mind. Here comes the teacher. Shit. Great. Oh, oh, okay. He's going to take roll. Great. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. Armstrong. Here. Armijo. Baca. Yo. Butt kiss. (laughs) (laughs) damn it what's wrong with you two when i call daniel butt kiss's name you guys have to laugh is it really still that funny doesn't it ever get old are you gonna laugh for the rest of your lives every time someone says the name butt kiss kiss. (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) principal's office now Fuck, dude, I can't believe this shit. Back in the fucking principal's office twice in a day? I mean, what do we do? Laugh at some fucking names? Who gives a fuck? Ah, fuck. I spent half of last year in detention. I I don't want to start this year off the same way. Well, we're... (laughs) Looks like we're heading that way. I mean, last time we got a slap on the wrist. I don't think we're going to be as lucky. No. (laughs) No, we're not. We're going to get a fucking slap on the dick this time. Fuck. <laughs> oh boy, he's one of those kind of principals. Oh fuck, I'm putting him for a transfer. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, cover cover yourself up, buddy. You know. Well, well, let's kill some time here uh, uh, in a secretary's office, and let's talk about another flick. Uh, uh, Return to Horror High from 1987, continuing our walk through the 80s. Yeah, uh, Mr. Kasem? No, he's not there anymore. Okay. Um, nope. <laughs> on the other side. Walking yeah. through to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tagline is school spirit has never been this dead. Return to Horror High. This one uh this one's an interesting flick uh yeah. because it utilizes techniques and story elements that people are really trying to use today whereas um and it's this movie is is way ahead of its time kind yes. of yeah uh, concept absolutely. in that yeah it's like it knows what a horror movie is the characters are based in the world where horror movies exist and uh so yeah so basically the the plot of the movie is uh in 1982 uh at Crippen High School there was a series of of killings 
and the killer was never found, never came to justice. And then five years later, a film crew comes back and they're going to film the story of it in the exact place that it happened. And those uh, actors and crew members are starting to get killed in the same fashion. So, I mean, right there, it's really kind of a meta movie. And this movie really, if Slaughter High didn't take itself seriously, this movie is, I think, a comedy first and a horror movie second. Uh, yeah. Because really, there's it, it's to me, this is more about jokes than anything. Right. This movie. The jokes are, it isn't over the top, though. It isn't like, like you know... You know, me typically, I, I'm not really a fan of the horror comedy when when it's over the top. Like I prefer Evil Dead one to two, and I, I, I you know, I, I'm not into over the top comedy. And my, and like the, you know, the later Friday the Thirteenth film, like I don't like Jason Lives and shit like that because of you know, I don't like it when it's in your face comedy. But mm-hmm. this comedy, not all of it, but. Uh, a good portion of it, it, it it's tongue in cheek. It, it's you know, yes, it's, very tongue in cheek. Yeah, which which I'm fine with. You know, uh, you know, that's why I kind of like this movie. It, besides the fact that, you know, like you said, you know, that it's that it was ahead of its time conceptually. You know, mm-hmm. but the yeah, comedy yeah. was tongue in cheek. Absolutely, I really I don't even know how to talk about this movie because there's so many weird things going on. It starts out uh, uh, the night. Uh, the night of the killings and everyone's already dead and the police have shown up and they've literally got a yard full of bodies right, uh, strung all, out. Right, and supposedly it's a big bloody mess and they got missing parts and it's a fucking, just a, a, a brutal massacre, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like they had, to piece, they had to piece people together and, you know, they made it sound like it was fucking, you know, people were torn literally limb from limb. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, and then it cuts. You know, you're introduced to these cops trying to investigate it. One of them, which uh, is played by uh, Marsha Brady, who yeah. I think yeah. is actually really good in this movie. Uh, yeah. She's one of the things that I liked in this movie. She's really funny yeah. in an extremely like subtle way. She's like standing there when, when she's taking a drink off off of her cup, and it's just really loud slurping. It's like, oh right, right. Yeah. It's so stupid, but I really liked liked her character in this so did i and i was thinking i'm surprised that she didn't do more shit like this or at the very least become not a screen queen per se but you know appeared in some other horror movies i mean if she's willing to do a fucking c movie like this yeah she could have done a lot of stuff and she's you know she's not i mean she can clearly act and she's she's, uh you know a, a pretty attractive you know yeah, so she fits course. she can fit into anywhere so yeah i'm surprised i don't know why she didn't do more shit like this who knows who knows yeah. Yeah, it's too but bad. yeah so and then it cuts to i think uh i say i think because my brain is kind of scrambled on this movie it, it seems to jump around a lot it uh, because it, it you the way i see it you got like three storylines going you got the cops outside talking about everything that's going on after the fact you have uh the story of the night before or the weeks before leading up of the camera crew or the film crew filming stuff in the school and then you have scenes uh that they are filming for their movie but they're played out 
normal, like as you're seeing it, it. As it happened five years prior. Yes, right. exactly. And so it's kind of mind-scrambling in that aspect. And I I don't think they really made it work. There's lots of moments where I, I can see myself sort of liking it. But overall, I think I think it was too too jumbled and too... I don't know. It just didn't gel together uh, to me to make it like a, a cohesive movie because I was scratching my head a lot of times. I'm like, okay, where are we now? You know, I had to right. think way too hard as like when when we were, which character, you know, who is this character? Is she playing the actor? Or is she playing the character in the movie? You know, it was very confusing and kind of disorienting. Yeah, I agree. There was too much going on. It was 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and they had good ideas, and it, it predates, you know, movies like Scream and, 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 you know, Cabin in the Woods and things like that that try to want to go for the same type of thing. You know, maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but I, I thought it was a good concept. What they were I don't doing. think so, because this concept is, is crazy awesome. And... Right. And for them to do this in 1987, yeah, I mean, in the, middle I, of it, in the thick of the fucking things. Right? Yeah, I mean, Scream came out like you know nine years later or, yeah. or whatever. You know that, but that wasn't even as you know you know that was clearly done well. You know, Scream, and we well, can't sure. really argue about that. But this one, they had such great ideas, but they weren't sure on how to actually execute them, and so it's kind of a jumbled mess. Right. Kind of like Cabin in the Woods, but even more so oh, yeah. because they had three things going on. Cabin in the Woods kind of had two, and you know it's a different movie completely. But you know, in a way, you can relate. Well, where they were going for an idea, but it's just the execution. You know, there's the problem. The problem was in the execution. Mm-hmm. And great idea. Whoever came up with the idea, you know, very good plot. Um, but like I said, you just you just couldn't fit it all in. Right. Well, let's talk about uh, some of the characters. I mean, we talked about Marsha Brady, whoever that is, and then uh, the cop, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's some other uh, characters to really latch onto. You got the director. He's kind of uh, yeah, he's interesting. Uh, yeah. He's one of the, he's one of the main characters. He doesn't truly stand out. Uh, but then you got the the sleazy producer. Now this right. guy was awesome. Uh, I think was. as a yeah. character, he was willing to tell people anything to get them to work, you know, for free and right. just uh you know, he was just all about the flash, you know. It's like, you know, make this make this bloodier, you know, is is all that. Right. He was a great character. I loved him. He was so He sleazy. was a great character. And that actor's been in um a handful of genre films and I I I don't know his name. It's on the tip of my tongue, but he's been around and he was around mm-hmm. in the 80s a lot and yeah, and he was—he played a good character. He was a, a complete fucking slime ball. Yeah, know? really, that's just the best way to, to describe him. And he was just, you know, he wanted tits and blood, tits and blood, gore, mm-hmm. you know. And, and at the same time, he's trying to bang fucking every girl on, on the set, and you know, take advantage of, you know, people in the in the crew to, to assist them and everything else. And the director was a little flaky, but very passionate about yeah. what he was trying mm-hmm. to do. He wanted to make a movie. He wanted to make like a psychological thriller, so to speak, you know. And mm-hmm. the director, he wanted, he wanted to cash all, in on, yeah. 
Yeah. All slasher blood, yeah. Right. Boobs. Blood, exactly. boobs, and booze, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Back to fucking uh, poor Dan in, in his shirt, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was kind of cool because, you know, you could see that playing out in real life. You know, or oh yeah, yeah. The dynamics, yeah, yeah. seemed seemed true to life there, Definitely. absolutely. And uh, and and yeah, one of the uh, uh, the other characters, he uh, fuck, he was like the. Uh, now this is the movie within the movie. Uh, he was uh, one of the teachers, and you, you were talking about the producer being a sleazeball. One of the teachers within the movie, within the movie. Oh yeah. He he was trying to sleep with the new girl, and in a scene, and uh, he's like, "Hey, you know, you should really uh, sign on for this after course or after school uh, thing, and I can, you know, I could tutor you." And then this other girl walks in, saying, "Hey, how come you don't want to see me after class anymore? And how come I'm making C's instead of A's now?" He's like, "Oh, you f- figure it out. Look in the mirror now. Beat it. You know." It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. I thought that stuff was kind of funny, but again, that goes back to the whole um, movie within the movie. You got uh, because they don't they don't explain it right off the bat. It, it'll just be uh, it'll be one scene, and all of a sudden it'll cut to another scene, and you're thinking, okay, well, is this really happening? Or you know, because they'll go five six minutes, and all of a sudden the the director will yell, cut. You know, and it's like, well, right, yeah. Okay, so we were just watching a movie within a movie, and so I actually didn't need to see any of that happen because nothing really happened. Right. You know, like like you see you see the main girl go on a date with the jock or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. like he's trying to get in her pants and all this stuff, and it was just part of the movie within the movie, and it had nothing to do with anything. So I feel like they kind of, you know, I they were trying they were trying to throw us for a loop, but they just kind of wasted our time. They should have just filmed those scenes as what originally went down five years prior, so we had a better idea what it was if they were going to do it at all. Mm-hmm. Just you know, maybe have flashbacks to like like the principal who was a you know one of the main characters of the movie. Maybe the principal could have been having flashbacks, or he could have been describing the shit to the director. This is what happened five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, that would have worked better. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it really could have. They, they just they didn't execute it. But I'll tell mm-hmm. you, that guy's depth was good, though. Well, how they dissected him. Like he was dissecting the fucking frogs. The death <laughs> yeah. teacher. Yeah. That was actually clever, I thought. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the teacher... Uh, He's making fun of a kid because he doesn't want to dissect the frog. He's a real asshole of a yeah, teacher, yeah. obviously, if he's sleeping with, trying to sleep with students and stuff like that. And then later, um, yeah, the killer. Uh, so he's alone in the cl- classroom, and the killer uh, basically straps him down and fillets him like he was one of the frogs. Right. Okay, well this uh, this opens up a big thing because it's like, well, who is the killer? Right. And, and what a like, mask! It was a great looking mask too. Hey, the look was great. Yeah, yeah, they didn't go anywhere with it, but yeah, it was. Great. No, and it's like, well, who, who was the killer? You know, five years ago, right? Uh, because where this movie goes, it never really explains it. I mean, no, it's a it leads at the end. It, it's yeah, crazy. it leads up to something, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really explain what happened five years ago at all. 
I, in my opinion, I think it's a totally different uh, scenario and a different killer, if you can even say that, altogether. <laughs> I hear you. I agree. This movie is so fucking confusing to talk about. It is confusing. And hopefully some people will listen to the show. And it's on Netflix, so it's easily accessible. You know, Hopefully some people have seen it before or will watch it and maybe somebody will weigh in. Because who knows if, if this, this can be debated because it's for the likes of me, it just got too fucking crazy at the end for me to keep up. Yeah. And and even close to the end, uh, like the last flick we were talking about sitting here in the principal's office, Slaughter High, how it was all a dream, there's a fucking there's like a four minute chase uh that ends up being a dream sequence. It's like, oh my god, why did you just do that? It's like it right. makes no sense. It's just it's uh, uh, just to fake us out just for the sake of faking us out. It, like, it makes no sense. Right, and not only was it a dream, it, she was dreaming that she was acting in the movie. So it took it a step even further, if you remember that much about it. I, I do remember that, that fucking she was dreaming that she was in the movie. She had just slept with the guy uh, for the first time, the fake yeah, cop. Yeah, that's right. Cop. <laughs> no, he. Yeah, what? Was he the fake cop? Was he the real cop? It's... The fake cop was fucking Clooney. He was That's right. He was right. the actor. He was like the first real kill that you see. He's in this right. movie for five minutes. Which you was know... funny because he goes on to bigger and better things, and, and 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 in real life he did. He was like the first guy that walked up, and he totally stiffed the producer and the director. Like, listen, I got that. I got that role in the, in that fucking series. I got yep. I, you know, and he's like, I gotta go. And he's like, well, what do you mean you gotta go? You gotta finish the movie. And he's like, fucking. <laughs> you know, he goes, no, sorry, I got to go. And he's like, well, he goes, we can sue. He goes, sue me. He goes, yeah, he goes, it takes money to sue. Yeah, you don't have the money for that. <laughs> right. So, But it's funny that that was the whole thing, that he's off to bigger and better things. And sure enough, the only guy in the which, movie that, that did was George Clooney. Which was yeah. literally television. I think, you know, like that that was the time he, he uh, when he went on to do like soap operas, I think, uh, and stuff like that. So. Wasn't that oh, okay, yeah, see, there you go. He did a lot of television, so. <laughs> right. It's funny. He's like, "Hey, I got a TV role. You know, I don't need this." Yeah, and right. that's literally what he did. So yeah, that's definitely <laughs> funny. Yeah, but yeah. So the other cop comes in. They they had a cop on the set, and they explained it as what the fuck did they, as a technical advisor, which I don't understand why they had a real cop on the set as a technical advisor, but they did. And then when Clooney yeah. gets back, they needed him to step in. And replace. And the producer's like, yeah, I'm going to get you. You come in. And then he introduces her to the lead actress. And then the director wanted no part of it. Like, I want a fucking actor. I don't want some fucking cop. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> Which makes sense, you know? Yeah. But the producer didn't give a fuck because he was all about blood and guts and fucking tits. Mm-hmm. You know? So, whatever. Who gives a fuck if he can act? That, that was his opinion. So, but then he becomes, you know, integral to the plot because then the movie kind of focuses on him. And, um... And then the main actress mm-hmm. who gets on her soapbox a couple times about objectifying women. And that's another tongue-in-cheek thing about horror, you know? She starts mm-hmm. starts talking about that. And, you know, that's, that's a whole other thing. And then the principal kind of becomes, you know, a, a major player in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Now, so <laughs> this is so confusing. He, yeah, he was the principal of the school yes. uh, years ago. And he's actually – they're putting him in the movie – as like, as a bit player, I think. Oh, is that what was happening? I just thought that he was there for uh, because I, the director wanted him there because they were trying to. 
for you know, realism. Well, I think he was together. in a scene. Yeah. I think he was in a scene, at least in the background or something. But, but that that's another weird connection is that um, the cop who gets hired on in Clooney's place dated his daughter back in high school. Yeah, yeah. And he, he's he's like, oh, you know, he figures it out. He yeah, sees a picture. Yeah. He's like, hey, what happened to her? Uh, yeah, she went away. Oh, where'd she go? She went to trade school, something like that. Right. And it's, it's like really convenient. <laughs> One. Yeah. And, th- and then it turns out later that, uh, yes, they dated. And the reason she went away was because she had to get an abortion or right. forced to get an abortion and all this stuff. And it really gets convoluted there at the end. Um, yes, it does, <laughs> and it's too bad. It's too bad. It, it, they had a good idea to begin with, and I understand what they were trying to do. It was just, I don't know. Somebody came in there, and like you said, there was three parts to it, and they really could have done without three. It could have just been a two, you know, a, not a two plot movie, but a two. What's the word I'm looking for? Two angles. I don't know. Yeah. No, they just needed somebody to come in it or come in. Yeah. <laughs> come in. Come in and just kind of take all their ideas and put them in a cohesive uh story because this is just not cohesive. Let's talk about the uh non-cohesive. The fucking Okay, I, I got to talk about this to wrap my head around. So at the end um the <laughs> fuck what happens the cop and the main chick they're in the basement they end up in the basement and there's all the dead bodies there of all the previous kills from five years ago is that right yes i believe so yes okay and then the janitor who keeps popping up in you know every once in a while you know and he's made to be like a suspect because of the squeaky wheels. Yes, you always hear the squeaky wheel before yeah. someone gets killed. There's an AV guy and he has a TV, not an AV guy, but fucking someone on the someone someone on the crew. You know, people on the crew are, are are pushing things around and they have squeaky wheels. And then the janitor has squeaky wheels, and it's really they really kind of push it that it could be one of those guys. Right. And then because then you hear the squeaky wheels when you see Clooney's murder. But when you see a few other murders, remember that one guy gets beheaded and you just see the head fly in the fucking behind the door? <laughs> right. It's kind of funny to see an axe go down. It's like a shadow behind oh, the door. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, the axe goes down and the head fucking, you know, like flies in the air like a piece of fucking broccoli that was fucking chopped off. And there's chopping, <laughs> broccoli. Right. chopping broccoli. Hey. <laughs> right. So, okay, so they're down there and then they're talking to the janitor and it becomes right. like clear. It's like the, it's like the uh, Mrs. Voorhees thing at the end where over the conversation you realize okay this person is nuts and is the killer but then (laughs) as it turns out he's not even the janitor he never Uh, existed yeah he never (laughs) it's the principal in a fucking mask (laughs) okay so okay so wait let, let me get this straight okay the cop dated the principal's daughter and and knocked her up. Right. And so he sent her off to get an abortion. And this made the principal go nuts and kill people. Is that what I'm to believe <laughs> happened five years ago? Uh, that's just it. I don't I, know. Okay. Yeah. See, I have no fucking idea. I don't know because maybe I could have wrapped my head around it. If the other thing didn't happen at the end, 
because it seemed like he was implicated as being the murderer. But then when they do that little prank at the end, it's like, did this happen or did it not? But then they had the scene at the very, very end with the son of the principal. So obviously he was crazy. Okay, so so this is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what I just said, the principal killed is the killer from five years ago. And that's what kind of unveils right here. And then, but uh, what we learned, Cast. Oh, the prin- Yeah, Principal Castleman. Then we yeah. learn. Then we learn uh, that um, uh, th- they kill the principal supposedly, and then they 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 run off, and that's when the cops come in, and the the cops uh, raid the school and go and 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 they end up shooting the principal, right, or something something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. And killing him. But somehow okay. he survives. Well, then cut to the outside and all of the dead bodies and all yeah. of the people that were killed mm-hmm. get up, and it was all fake. Yeah. So. Publicity. All that shit we saw on camera between the producer and the director and everything that was going on with the actors and, and, and the one woman not being happy with being a horror actress and. That wasn't real. It was all fake, right? right? That's what I don't get. See, that's where it really makes no sense because all of a sudden they're all on the same page. They all get up and say, okay, guys, let's hurry up. They went inside. Let's fucking, let's get in these ambulances and these cars or whatever and drive away. Let's get, you know, they they, they explain that they had really good makeup effects and someone say, this is a man's arm on a woman's body. They go, well, we just told them that everybody was slaughtered and it was a slaughterhouse or whatever, you know. So they fucking, they, they, they bundle everything up and then they say something to the fact of, um, oh, yeah, the producer or the director. One of them says to the other, they go, yes, the crew all died, but the film survived. So right. they were all mocking, <laughs> but they all got wet. So they thought that if they did that, that would be a selling point for the film, that everybody fucking went back five years later and the crew got killed, but somehow the film survived. And, of course, that would be a big buzz, and people go see the movie. So True. Yeah, that would definitely work. Which makes but... sense from the producer's perspective, because he's a slime ball and he would take a fucking shot like that. But what about all those conversations we had throughout the movie where there was conflict between, you know, the director right. and the producer and exactly. the Exactly. That's where it doesn't gel. It's like... Right. It, you know, it, it creates this plot hole. I can see it making sense somehow. Right, it could have. It's like <laughs> you tried too much. It's ten, yeah. telling you, ten pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. Yeah, they, the mo- the movie basically lies at its own convenience, yeah. basically. And so, yeah, it. <laughs> so now there's a writer on the set. Don't forget about him. He's the only survivor. When they first show up in the beginning, the yeah. cop, Marsha Brady, and the fucking uh, the lead, whatever sergeant, whatever he is are there, there's one survivor, and he basically kind of tells the tale. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, as, as the film progresses, we learn that he is the writer, the, the writer of the film. And he also had beef with the director and the producer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Own- yeah, he was constant, and that was kind of funny. He was constantly right. giving the director's uh, notes or a scene, and he would just look at it for about half a second and immediately wad it up and say no. And right. <laughs> every time he did that, I, I did get a laugh out of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But yeah, uh, then, so yeah, cut to this writer sitting in his room or wherever, his office, and he sits down and he's like, okay, a sequel. It's going to work this time. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And he types out Return to Horror High by me, you know, whatever. Then you hear the squeaking wheel. Okay, which doesn't make sense. Right. And and you see a, a shadow come over him. 
And then he looks at it and he's like, he's surprised. He's like, he says, Dad, meaning the principal right. is his dad. But his yes. principal clearly died at the cops' hands <laughs> earlier. I you mean, thought, but didn't he get up later? I don't know. He got like stabbed with a javelin or First, something. Yeah, but he got stabbed with a javelin. He thought he was dead. And then cops came in at the end. And then he got, he came back from the dead. You know, you thought he was I don't. Apparently he wasn't. Did, did, then didn't they take a shot at him? I think I think right? he started to pull the javelin out, which makes no sense. And then they shot right. him to death. And then that was that. And so. So Jason Voorhees. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh my God. So. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. This oh. shit is just. By the time the last five minutes happens, yeah. I mean, I, I, my brain was already scrambled, but now I'm just like, yes. what the fuck are you doing? This shit makes no sense. You have a great idea, and it's just executed right. bad on all fronts. You know, just bad. I mean. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> so, we're just too dense or something. Maybe there's some fucking hipsters out there that can fucking come and explain it to them or some. Or there's fanatics of this movie somewhere. It shouldn't have to be it be explained this much. You know, they they made it too hard on themselves by by trying to uh, get one over on us or being Mm -hmm. you know just so unique. You know that they forgot to be entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's not too serious a movie. It's fucking tongue in cheek. And, there, yeah. and and there's 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 straight up comedy. You're, you're not sitting here watching fucking Memento or something or. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're watching Return of Horror High from 1987 with Marsha Brady. What the fuck? Why make it so complicated? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I mean, you know, to cap it off, I, I, I give this a two. I do not like this movie. I don't say I hate it because they have a lot of great ideas and stuff. It's just all in the execution. It's bad. Uh, it's it's ahead of its time in the stuff it's trying to do, but I didn't like it. I've, this is the second time I've seen it, actually. I don't care to ever watch it again, really, because it just makes me pissed off, and especially now that we're sitting here talking about it. Right. <laughs> it makes yeah. me pissed off. I give it a two, and I even go so far as to say... Stick this one up your crack. Don't, don't bother. I do not recommend this movie. Well, I give it a two also. I think you nailed it right. Yeah, two is right. And I'm, I'm not gonna say stick it up your crack. I'm gonna say peel it back for one reason and one reason only. Peel it back because if you can fucking explain this away, <laughs> <laughs> we welcome it. Send a voicemail or an email or fucking call me or Facebook message me. I don't give a fuck if you can explain this to me. Then I welcome it. So peel it back. I want as many people to watch this movie as possible. Yep. <laughs> Maybe yes. they can figure something out that, that we couldn't. So, send us send us a message by pigeon, you know, uh, <laughs> pony pony express, uh, smoke signals. You know, we're we'll we'll take anything really Absolutely. at this point. Yeah, so. man. So peel it back. Watch this movie. I don't. I think we're we're both you know reasonably intelligent people here. Uh, you know, grant, granted, I'm a scatterbrain, but what, whatever. Fucking, you think that we'd be able to figure it out, and we really can't. So if you can, <laughs> please fucking enlighten us on this. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so peel it please. back. <laughs> yep. For that reason, <laughs> I don't want to be enlightened. I just want to forget about it. That's why it's a stick it up your crack for me. Yeah, but uh... <laughs> yeah, just leave it in the past and forget it ever happened. Fair. I, yeah. I can see you on that one. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just fucking so damn curious about it you know hmm. I should let it go but 
That's my problem. Yep. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> well, I mean, that was uh, Return to Horror High, and uh, you know, we're still sitting here waiting on Mr. Han, uh, the principal, to come. Oh, actually, yes, sir. Okay. Oh, you want to see both of us? There we go. Okay. All right. Thanks, well. <laughs> Dude, shut up. Okay. Yes, sir. Here we go. All right. We'll, uh, we'll be back. I guess. Hopefully. What's up, assholes? And we are back, finally, after a long day, first day of school that was fucked up, to say the least. But we're back in the Laser Lounge, and, uh, you know, fuck, what a day, Dave. I mean, Jesus. What do we do? I don't understand. What the hell do we do? Laugh? I don't get it. can't help it that we're put in a ridiculous situation right Oh, my God. Crazy. Who the fuck speaks Spanish? You know, and, and... What the fuck? I mean, come on. Uh, butt kiss? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit is hilarious. I mean, how can you not laugh at it? Exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry, man. I don't care how fucking old I am. It's going to make me laugh. Yep. But we're back, you know. We're ready to relax. And with that, we're going to get into the Terror Dome. Cue that music. Well, welcome to the Terror Dome. All right, guys. Like he said, this is the fucking Terror Dome. And uh, if you guys don't know what this is, um, it's a part of our show. Uh, Now, there is the Terror Dome podcast on Horophilia, and those guys are awesome. They do a great job. But this is something that we do, uh, the Terror Dome, and it's basically where we take two uh, iconic characters uh, and pit them, pit them in a battle to the death um, in the Terror Dome and see who comes out victorious. Uh, two enter and one leaves. So That's this it. time, uh, since we just did those two movies, we got uh, Marty from Slaughter High, the... Uh, the uh, brilliant nerd i guess and <laughs> versus uh versus the and this was really hard for me to determine but i guess the principal uh principal castleman from return to horror high yeah and that's I, the best we got from that movie right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i mean shit, it could, we could have picked anybody out of that movie i think but yeah no oh you know Cole. what speaking of that speaking of mark we forgot to give out our, our awards for uh, the last movie. Oh, we that's right. Yeah, we um, forgot that. It just occurred to me when I said it, when I said her name, because obviously, well, for me, 
Marsha Brady by far. Nah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah. Holy fuck. I mean, I always like Marsha going growing up, but I'll tell you that one scene when she was get all hot and bothered and she was fucking yeah. blood on her tits and shit. Yeah, that they was. They were bare tits, but what the fuck? No, right? that was that was awesome. Yes. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, yeah, blood and sex. Yeah, sure. Okay. That was hot. <laughs> like fucking. If I was like fifteen, I, I would probably jerk off to that fucking. <laughs> right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, she's the banana appeal, absolutely. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of slips of the banana. We know they have, we we discussed them like fucking. Oh God, people. yeah. And um, if there is, is there a banana split? Let me think about that. I can't remember the kills that much. Can you? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. Uh, they were all kind of generic, and none of them really stood out to me. Uh, no, I guess if I had bloody. if I had to pick one, it would be the whirling fan to the face. The, that guy who was hung upside down. And the killer pushed a whirling fan into him. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so I'd probably pick that one. Uh, I, I, yeah, I second that. So, okay. Uh, yeah, we got to be official. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Those, those are words out of the way. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're you know, we're, <laughs> we're an official <laughs> podcast here, people. Yes, that's so, correct. So back we're, to we're the... Fucking back. Yeah. In, <laughs> in the laser lounge where we belong. Yeah, belong. yeah. <laughs> uh, so right on. Let's get into round one. Round two. Uh, with intelligence. Uh, now this intelligence. Okay, you got Principal Castleman and Marty. Now both of these guys are fucking insane. Clearly, uh, I don't really know what the principal made him go off. You know, just the fact that his daughter got knocked up. I don't know. Yeah, what the fuck, right? Uh, Marty, he clearly was hell bent on revenge, and his, since his disfigurement, kind of. You know, whirled his brain out of control, I guess. Um, but I don't know. It, th- this is a tough one. I-, I guess I would say Marty is the more intelligent of the two. Absolutely. Uh, you, so, okay, so you would say oh, that. It's not tough to me at all. Sure, he's smart. Number one, we know he's a fucking. He's a bookworm. He's fucking. Uh, yeah, he's a, a science a, geek. A science, he's, yes. he's messing with, in the in the chemistry lab and stuff like that. So yeah. Right. Yeah. And think yeah. about the things he did later, even though it was a dream. But the beer. <laughs> And everything else, and the fucking acid in the tub. Clearly, he fucking, you know, he had a lot on his mind. Even if he didn't really do it, he dreamt it, you know? Yeah, true. Hey. Hey. The power of the mind. Okay, right. so, boom. Round one goes to Marty. Okay, clear. Yeah, Marty. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into round two. Fight. Physicality. Um, physicality. Now, this one, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, we do see Marty... Uh, chase after a lot of people and stuff like that. So that kind of, you know, yeah. is a physical element. Uh, the principal, I mean, he's an older guy. Um, and we don't really see him do much of anything. No, we don't. This is true. Yeah, uh, because one, all the kills that we see in the movie, almost all of them, uh, don't, are fake, right? <laughs> and. True. And so uh, the kills that he did uh, five years earlier, um, yeah, we don't really see too many. I think we see a few of them, but we don't really see them because they're like the movie within the movie thing. But at the same time, none of them really take that much physicality. You know, yeah, no. we don't see him cha- cha- 
It, yeah, there was a lot of people. Absolutely. Supposedly five years earlier, whatever, fucking Crip High School, whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> the Crip, the Bloods, yeah. next yeah. to the Bloods High School, yeah. Right, <laughs> right, right across the way, right. <laughs> fucking Crip High School, Crippin High School, fucking, it was a massacre of sorts, they said. You know, True. a lot of people got whacked. You did some damage. And the yeah. Thing is, physicality, you gotta think, Marty's a fucking 98 pound weakling. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's, that's true. That's what he is. And and, and the principal is, is is a grown man of average size but kills. You know, and, and, and did a pretty good job, you know, in his, yeah. his massacre. True. Okay, so okay, you convinced me. I was really I had nowhere to go on that one. But uh yeah, you convinced me on that one. So yeah, round two definitely goes uh, uh mr principal uh which i just renamed him um Wait, that's fine <laughs> see marty's only badass in his dream yeah 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 as that's as true physical, you know? yeah that's true yeah. um okay <laughs> you know? so we got it we got a tied match here uh yeah. so this is good this is good so let's get into round three Fight. weaponry now this huh they okay marty he uses the fuck out of some different techniques in this. Yeah. And poison, uh, fucking acid. Poison, acid, yeah. a fucking uh, javelin. Um, electrocution. Electrocution. Uh, a, a fan blade from a fucking uh, yeah, tractor. From, mm-hmm. Yep, I like a lawnmower blade. Yeah, which okay. actually, which yeah, the is he, is he allowed to bring the tractor into the Terradome? Judges. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 he can drive it in, if he can get it to work, then yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay, so then it's really hard to determine what, because how many kills do we actually see on the screen that the principal does? I think the only one I can think of is the teacher, right? So he kills. Was that part of the <laughs> the fake movie? I don't know. See, yeah, see, I have no him. fucking idea. We, we don't have enough to base it on with him. We don't have enough information. So I think just by default, I think, I yeah. Fuck his ass. Fuck yeah. that fucking movie for not being clear enough. Right. And fuck its killer. By default, <laughs> fucking Marty gets his hand raised in victory. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think this would be the only matchup where. You know, maybe I'm totally wrong, but I think this is the only matchup where Marty would actually actually win. I think any other uh, killer that we've talked about previously, except for maybe Eric and uh, Sorority Row, <laughs> they might be a good yeah. match together. Or, but, or uh, Mrs. What's her name? Mrs. Buckner from fucking, uh, you know, from um, Phenomena. Oh yeah. Girls, Murder Rock. I mean, yeah, were, that's right. Chicks, who knows? Yeah, you shit. Know? Well, e- either way. Congrats to Marty. Uh, you are victorious. You fucked yeah. that Mr. Principal up. And so yes. uh, you win for this time. Uh, now, <laughs> uh, j- just for shits and giggles, uh, throw him up against uh, <laughs> up against Madman. I think yeah. Madman's going to fucking step on him like a bug. Madman's and, fucking rocking yeah. everything. Yeah. He's yeah. the fucking Terror Dome fucking MVP. <laughs> yeah. How many shows he's done. That fucking dude. Eventually, I do believe he will get dethroned. Yeah, wasn't that her? Was that her first episode? No, that was her second. Okay, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, we, we we faced him up against um, what's his name, um, Gunther, whatever the fuck his name was from Funhouse. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, like, Gunther. Didn't beat, yeah. yeah, didn't the Funhouse freak beat um, Farmer Vincent, I believe. Yes. I don't remember. Yep. Whoever it was, man, man, beat him. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Marty, hats off to you, buddy. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that's pretty much it for this episode of Banana Laser. Um, you know, it sucks that we recorded most of it in the principal's office, but, hey, you know, we got to get it in where we can get it in. Yeah, um, sure. So thanks, thanks, everybody, to listening. Uh, thanks for any emails, any participating that you guys do. Uh, online we really appreciate it um uh yeah so you know for future shows send us emails send us uh you know voicemails anything like that and we love interacting with you guys and all that shit so yeah so. man that's what it's all about fucking if, it, if we were just doing it to hear ourselves talk and play it back when it first gets released but then what fun is it we like to have you know people that are into the show get involved and that's that's half the fun is, is is rapping with you guys and freaking debating and comparing and, and hearing what you have to say and having interaction from, from you guys, you know? Yep, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it wouldn't be the same but without you. So fucking get involved. Get involved! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, so with that, we are going to get out of here, and we're going to leave you with a thought to ponder, and that is... If the name of your high school is Horror High or Slaughter High, don't you know some fucked up shit's gonna happen? See ya, fuckers. Later. <laughs>